Hi, this is Giuseppe. Hi, this is Anthony. And you're listening to For the Love of Sophia. A philosophy podcast brought to you by the Public Philosophy Project. If you have any questions or suggestions, feel free to email us at publicphilproject at gmail.com. Enjoy the ride. Okay, guys, we're back. Welcome back. Um, we're going to be talking about innate ideas again. Innate ideas, whether they exist, what evidence exists for them and against them. Um, and at the end of the last episode, we had this set of potential innate ideas, which are the, the quote-unquote laws of thought, um, identity, non-contradiction, and excluded middle. And we ended by... <laughs> asking whether those things are themselves ideas or just the parameters in which ideas necessarily operate. Mm -hmm. And I think I have my answer. There you go. And I think my answer is they are the parameters in which ideas operate, but then we can get an idea of the parameters. Kind of how like consciousness is a process but then we can have an idea of consciousness. It's like the arrow pointing at itself. Mm -hmm. So I would say the laws of thought are the parameters, not ideas. But then we come to have ideas of them when we talk about like A is A and blah, blah, blah. That it's understandable. Um, I think that's possible. I think it, I'm wondering if it is possible, though, mm -hmm. to have ideas, uh, really ideas of these parameters. Mm -hmm. And how and this is something that we didn't talk about before, and how approximate these ideas are. Hmm. Because, um, so if those things are the parameters, right? Let's, um, okay, let's assume this. Let's assume that we live in a world where there are no mirrors or non-reflective, um, how could we say, uh, sur surfaces. So you, you are unable to see yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Would you be able to have an idea of an eye because vision being, you know, mm -hmm. the the ideas and the eye being the parameter, right, that that sets the possibility for vision. And you'd also have to be alone. Yes, of course. Okay. Would you be able to have an idea of, of an eye and how accurate that idea would be? Hmm. So it seems like you'd have to have an idea... You're talking about the Wittgenstein thing? Uh, kind of. I'm okay, playing with I it. I remember there was like in the tractatus this image of the yep. eye, and he was like, you wouldn't have an idea of the eye. Mm -hmm. I would say you. it seems necessary to have an idea of the locus of your vision in the sense that if there's an arrow happening, you're like, okay, there has to be like an origin of the arrow. I don't think you'd know like really what an eye would look like, but I think you'd have to have an idea of the window, mm -hmm. so to speak. So, but in this case, if we apply this to those laws uh, of thought that we're talking about, we might have an idea of the fact that there are laws of thought. We have an idea of the laws, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but now having an idea of the laws of non-contradiction, mm -hmm. that is different. That would be like describing the eye. Except we could look at them. You can't look at the eye. How do you? How do we look at them? 
we could look at okay you can't literally look at them that's true because they're not sensory things mm -hmm. but you can recognize that things that you do look at always and things you do think about operate within those frameworks a hundred percent of the time mm -hmm. so it's kind of like you see you don't see the shape of the the shape of the cookie you just see cookies happening in a shape and from that you infer like oh they're like all happening within this shape mm -hmm. something like that but it's it's an inference right it's you are and then you get, <laughs> you're taking this in a way um and you're gonna say if it's an inference is that not uh, isn't that not a necessary thing okay i would say this is a Good point to bring up. But the response to it is, I think there's a, a difference between the parameters and recognition of the parameters. And I would say the recognition of the parameters is definitely more inference-like. Okay. Right? In the same way that... It's, it, I think it's analogous to the relationship between something being and knowing that something is being. I agree with you. That's right? It's exactly the same thing. So yeah, so the parameters are there, even though you may not know it, and you could come to know them by this process or whatever. Uh, I think you can. I, we don't want to use the word infer, right? But because then it makes it seem like you're making a leap, and maybe not. Exactly, exactly. I think though, the exact description, maybe right, the exact description and the codification of it, mm. it's inferred. I mean, they might be different than what it is. We're taking a leap there, and we think that we're describing it in, in the most complete and perfect way that it is. Like we're and, we're yeah, infer meaning we're trying to derive, um, how would you say, like post-facts exactly. from antecedent facts exactly, or something like that. Or we can say that we are deducting now. Not even deducting. Well, that's a question. Is yeah. it like because that's like if you say the reason you find out about them is by every one of your experiences, like isn't that induction? And it's very weird. But then then you could be <laughs> like there's no such thing as deduction ever, which exactly. you don't want to run in, in exactly. that thing. Exactly. But exactly. in terms of ideas like, okay, you're born with these parameters, right? But what mm -hmm. about ideas themselves? Something that happens in my classes I don't know if this happens to you. I'm guessing mm -hmm. it does because I don't think there's anything unique about the people who <laughs> wind up in my class, um, especially in my online classes where there's not as much of a chance to interact mm -hmm. with them and like have a back and forth. Mm -hmm. um, I ask in a discussion forum, like, do you, what do you think about Locke's idea that mm -hmm. you're born blank? And a lot of them say no, but they don't say no for the reasons we're saying no, mm -hmm. right? They're not like reading Chomsky or like Aristotle or um, Steven Pinker or like any of these people are looking mm -hmm. at Kant and being like, there are these forms. No, what they're doing is saying babies, quote unquote, know to take milk from the breast. Mm -hmm. Babies know how to cry because they want something. And I always look at this and I'm like, man, if this was an in-person class, like, we would have more discussion because I don't think that's the right usage of the words. Absolutely, it's not. Absolutely, it's not. I I don't think they know. Right. There's not. There's not a known. There's like they feel, which is different, right? Yeah, because to know means you have to have a belief. Exactly. You have to have a proposition. 
Correct. Right. And like, I don't think babies are creating propositions because they don't even have the potentiality has not been actualized to mm-hmm. even have propositional attitudes. Absolutely. And it's, it seems to be clear, but evidently not. Right? Yeah, it's not like the baby goes, there is this thing called hunger. No, and exactly. My feelings seem to be a physical manifestation of this thing called hunger. Mm-hmm. And the way I go about solving my hunger is by attaching my <laughs> lips to the mother's nipple and sucking on it so I can get the food in my butt. Like, that's not what babies are no, doing. No, but people the, seem to think that's what babies are doing. Well, our students seem to think that. Which is, which is the average person. Yes, which is bizarre, you know? So that's not what – that wouldn't be good evidence of innate ideas. No, definitely not. Uh, I think also maybe we can set up a test, like mm. some sort of a Turing test, okay, to figure out if ideas are or can be innate or not, right? Okay, I'm excited. Um, because I'm assuming that if an, if an idea is innate, mm-hmm. the idea cannot be wrong. It has to be because it has to be necessary. Correct. Okay. While ideas that are acquired might be wrong. The picture that we take Hmm. might not be accurate. So in other words, their existence would be almost inconceivable? If they are... You you mean... If they are innate. Like their non-existence is not conceivable because they always have to be there. And they have to be exactly the way we represent them. Okay. Right? So, for example... The idea of a bottle that I have, can I have the wrong idea of a bottle? Sure, I might be thinking of a cup and instead it's not a bottle, right? Mm-hmm. And there could not be a bottle. In there front could of not you. be a bottle, right? But can I have the wrong idea of, I don't know, we're saying the, the law, not, can I have the wrong idea of the law, not contradiction? Mm. That one, no. No. No, because like the moment you seize upon to go back to that thing we're Mm -hmm. talking about with jonathan the moment you seize upon an idea Mm -hmm. you've already said it's this one and not that one which Mm -hmm. is to already recognize something like difference Mm -hmm. so it seems like there's no way to not have that be in everything you've ever said thought or seen so if we accept this is a good test right Mm -hmm. we can go through things and be like okay so Ideas of empirical objects, can they be wrong? Yes. Mm-hmm. I can think of them the wrong way. Right? I can think of Claire and think in my head that she has blonde hair. Okay. Right? Which is obviously not the right image, right? It is not. As of right now. As of right now. Um, but that would have the wrong idea about her, right? Um, just to use physical images, right? Um is it possible for me to have the wrong idea about not necessarily empirical concepts, right? But uh, empirical objects, I mean, but of something that is like perfection, right? Can mm-hmm. I have the wrong idea of that? I think I think the the phrase "wrong" is interesting because, at least the way we traditionally, Incorrect. so. That I think that applies too. The way we traditionally think of that false, right? Mm-hmm. That those terms seem to only make sense when you're making a claim, right? And to make a claim means you're relating things in a specific way. So, like, 
to say the bottle is floating in the air right now is wrong mm-hmm. because it's not actually floating in the air. To say that a bottle is a necessary idea is false because you can have ideas that mm-hmm. are not bottles, mm-hmm. right? The question is... I, I think with the, the laws of thought, the way you would phrase it is... It would be the wrong thing is saying you can think of something without that thought being structured by those, right? But, That's the false thing. Hmm, but I can, but can I have the wrong idea of it? Like, could you be mistaken about what it is? Hmm. Oh yeah, totally right. Because you could maybe you didn't pay attention in class one day and you're like, oh yeah, they said something like A is um, A is not but, A. Okay, and you'd be like, wait, that's not. And then, then maybe I'm I'm gonna be splitting hair, but okay, that's hairs, what but, we do best. But in that case, doesn't that mean that I never had the idea to begin with? I, I, okay. So I don't <laughs> think I don't think I. Let me see. How about I say this? I don't. And Lo, this is something that Locke says that I think is right. I don't think ideas in themselves can be correct or incorrect. Okay. I think they can only be correct or incorrect when you compare them to other ideas or to, or to things. Exactly. Concrete right? things. So, yeah. Which means that there's no such thing as the wrong idea, like right. the same way in which there's no such thing as the wrong feeling. Yes. But the moment you apply those things to this thing that we call reality or yes. this set of rules that we can call a grammar, right? Then there's a problem. Yeah, and Aristotle says this too. It's like senator mm-hmm. or like unicorn. Mm-hmm. That's not a true idea or a false idea. It's just an idea. Mm-hmm. It can only become true or false if I'm like trying to predicate something Correct. of unicorn. Correct. So either ideas can be only true or false when we relate it to a specific system. Mm-hmm. And the system can be either the reality outside of us or what I'm calling a grammar, which it's not in grammar means just a set of rules. Yeah, right? yeah that we create or there exists somehow, mm-hmm. somehow. So in this sense, this idea that maybe we can devise <coughs> some sort of Turing test and saying that, you know, uh, innate ideas are the ones that cannot be wrong, that doesn't work. So maybe we'd have to change it to, can this idea not be involved in any thought? So maybe, maybe, the, maybe we have to go, that way can we can the system of which this idea is part still exist without that idea Mm. so like bottle for example you know is not an innate idea because you can have so many thoughts that don't by necessity involve bottle Mm -hmm. but the uh law of identity having that proto idea or right whatever you want to call it that one is different because you can't think of something and have it not be that thing hmm. you can't look at something and have it not be that thing so that thing call it an idea call it a proto idea is necessarily involved in all other ideas mm-hmm. they are all dependent on it and i'm wondering now well i have two questions in my head one is to do with a, another specific idea uh, i'm thinking of kant here like time, right? That's good. Is that um, is it an innate idea? Um, we know he doesn't necessarily believe that. It's it's a little bit more complicated for him, right? Um, 
And then the second question is, are innate ideas universal? Not in the sense you were using it before, rather. But just like everyone has them. Yes. Okay. Uh, not just human beings, though. I'm extending this mm -hmm. because it seems... I think we are in agreement with the fact that if there are such things as innate ideas, they're not Anthony's innate ideas, but they're human beings' innate uh, yes. ideas, right? Yes. So now we need to explore the the possibility of these ideas being extra, how can we say, existing outside of our mind. Mm -hmm. Do they exist in nature, quote-unquote? Mm. Um, and... You know, in other words, does the law of identity applies to plants and animals? Does time is time a concept that plants and animals possess? Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to establish the fact that it doesn't matter if they cannot reflect upon these things. It just matters whether they're there. Exactly. So it's not the consciousness part of it. It's not important for us in this case. What's important for us is can this are, are this thing extra consciousness, right? Can they exist? Because I can, I can think of a again. I think it's possible to think of a universe where plants still act in agreement with the laws of non contradiction or the law of identity, or they. Oh, that they have, quote-unquote, the concept of time, whatever that means, right? Yeah, I think... Even though they don't know that they do. So the fact that we're saying they could be innate ideas, even if you don't know them, really complicates things. Because does that mean we're talking about proto-ideas and not ideas? Because, like, can you have an idea that's not a known thing? Well... You know what I mean? But if we st stick with this idea that these innate ideas are nothing but potentialities, if it's a switchboard, right? Mm -hmm. Then sure, of so course. In the bro we'll use it loosely then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then I would say so, right? So it seems like, okay, the way you determine whether something is innate is you see the extent to which that idea, well, all other ideas are dependent on this idea. Mm -hmm. And if you can come to a place where it's, all the time, always present in all things, and maybe you've gotten it. But now you're saying, what you're saying is, now we have to go beyond human consciousness mm -hmm. and think about whether or not it's present in other beings capable of having ideas. Yeah, and, and I'm thinking there are different levels to this, right? So when we talk about trying to establish if an, if an idea is innate right mm -hmm. it seems to me there are different gates that need to be passed right gate number one does this idea come from per from perception because obviously the bottle comes from perception right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so definitely that's not an innate idea the moment we get to wait a minute what about perfection right that doesn't come from direct perception mm -hmm. but there are other things that don't work with that so we scratch that and then there is well are those things the switchboard right are those, are those laws or thought and therefore they're innate do they work for all human beings? We can be satisfied there, right? We can be like, okay, our net idea is this idea that doesn't come from, from the outside, but is actually ingrained in our way of being in our consciousness, um, makes us uh, perceive things and understand things in a specific way, mm -hmm. but it's not a specific idea. We can, we, can, we can stop there. We can include space, time. We can go with con 
causality, whatever we want, right? Uh, but then there could be another level, right? We can say, okay, this might be innate ideas, but are they universal, right? Or is this thing really ingrained in nature, whatever that means, right? Mm. There's Are they natural object or are they still a product of just simply one specific animal? So this is where it becomes more inductive mm -hmm. because all you could do is observe the behavior of animals Definitely. and plants. And you might, like one way you might argue for the yes position, they exist in other things, is to say that your dog knows where to go when, when she wants food. Mm -hmm. She goes to the same bowl every time. Mm -hmm. That seems to indicate some either recognition or proto-recognition that it's this thing and not anywhere else in the house. Yeah. So it seems like the behavior reflects on that. Um, how would you say? Oper understanding, if not operation, that looks like understanding on based on this this on principle of identity. Okay. Same thing with plants. Mm -hmm. The plant turns towards the sun. I'm not going to say it knows it because I think that's silly. The plant mm -hmm. doesn't know anything, but the plant is programmed to do this thing mm -hmm. and that leads it in this way and so what the plant is doing is its biological mechanisms are the plant is programmed to do that. it's orienting itself towards this thing and not this another. direction exactly and not that one so you could say that's evidence for these laws being not just present in human consciousness but in all consciousness and maybe in all living things. And you may say then, okay, so it is present in nature. Mm -hmm. And then the comeback, if you want to be like a bastard about it, is to <laughs> say, yeah, but that's just how they work in your perception of them. Of course. So you can always say that you're anthropomorphizing stuff, right? Which is like, once you say that, though, then uh, then we give up, right? Then it's like, okay, if, if everything is only in our perception and we can't, like if you go the things itself route, right, mm -hmm. and say like, you can only ever know if this is an objective property of all phenomenal things. You can never know, as Kant would say, if it's an objective property of things in themselves. It's like, okay. And I guess our response would be, but that doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, true. Uh, and I, I think you're right. If we get from that perspective, then we're doomed. We're, we're just going to be like, if the objection is dead, it's like, then there's nothing else to talk about. Yeah, right? So we're going to operate under the assumption that... Um, they do. That nature... Is is not an in itself completely unknowable, mm -hmm. or at the very least, if it is, that's not the thing we're talking about when we say nature. Mm -hmm. And I'm so if that is the case, so you would be you would extend this idea to innate ideas to natural, universal. It would be, I believe, it would be reasonable too. There, there's evidence to suggest that. Mm. Okay, so that this, and we're extending that, and I think it's reasonable to do that when it comes to plants and animals. Mm -hmm. What about beyond that? <laughs> what about the moon and the stars and the planets and this kind of stuff? Well, I mean, then you have to get into the question of like whether the moon... Sounds funny to say if the moon is the moon and not anything other than the moon, 
or if that's only true in our perception of the moon, but which is like because uh, I'm trying to what I'm trying to get at it's like we like to make like with physics right and sciences in general we like to make the sweeping assumptions that mm-hmm. you know everything follows the same law right gravity is this law that is uni- really universal because it applies everywhere there are different you know uh, people float in space mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and they float when they go on the moon not because there is no gravity but because the values are different but the thing is still there right mm-hmm. um and i guess what i'm asking is are these laws like gravity right uh because the sweeping explanation is like everything that's material mm-hmm. follows this law of gravity are we trying to say that everything that is material needs to follow the law of non-contradiction or the law of identity we and again i don't think it needs to i think that they can still be valid even mm-hmm. if we confine them in our head i think once we get into this conversation we're leaving the realm of innate ideas and going into the realm of innate characteristics okay so this is like a we're shifting we got yeah i think we'd have to bracket this yeah okay the connection is well maybe it is an innate idea in us because it's an innate property mm-hmm. or something like that but if we the safest bet i think our safest bet is to say maybe there are there is ev- there is evidence that there is something like some kind of innate ideas in human consciousness okay some of these being these laws of thought i think it might be interesting now as we were attempting to do before to see what other innate ideas we might have mm-hmm. so not bottle mm-hmm. not cup not even mother no. or father mm-hmm. because those are relations those right? are relation empirical relations and things you learn um before before we move on though yeah, let yeah. me ask you one more question so uh, we are completely dissociating at this point which i think i would innate from natural I would say I'm not totally mm-hmm. dissociating it. I'm saying nature is the bigger category, surely. Mm-hmm. And I think nature has innate properties, right? But but I think what we're doing is localizing to one specific nature, which is the nature of the human mind, and talking about whether in that nature there are innate eidetic properties or something like that the reason why i'm asking that is and i tend to agree with you but the reason to that i'm asking that is if there are such thing as innate ideas and there are natural properties of humanness right Mm -hmm. of consciousness whatever we want to call it right in other words if you are a human being you have innate ideas um and that's the natural thing, right? All in nature, all human beings have that. Mm-hmm. This means, this should mean, for example, that those things are unchangeable, right? We cannot have new innate ideas. That's right, because they're there in the beginning, and you only begin once. Once. Yeah. Does that mean that human beings, all human beings, since the beginning of time until the end of time, we only have a specific set of innate ideas. Because mm. I can imagine a situation where we, which is going to sound like an oxymoron, 
we acquire some innate ideas, meaning, meaning that some ideas, they become innate later. Because the level of consciousness is developing, and with each stage, yes. it has new basic ideas that like structure that stage, right? This is that's possible, sure. And, and this is a difference, you know. Oh, we don't need to talk about this. I'm just, you know what? Forget it. You'll be just name dropping at this point. That's it. It just be name dropping. No, I, th I think it's possible. It's it's a kind of. I think that ideas evolve differently than organisms, so I think that it is possible to think of of a way in which being exposed to specific ideas mm -hmm. repeatedly then puts you in a position where you are innately developing that, right? Like it re-influences. Yes. And it could be the case that there's some, like one way of saying it is each stage has totally different ideas. Mm -hmm. Another way of saying each stage has the thing before it plus something else. Mm -hmm. And there's another way of saying they all have one, mm -hmm. the basic one, and then they just get different ones as they go yeah. on but and, I, and again I, I keep thinking of this uh, because i don't know some people will say well evolution doesn't work that way right mm. uh, because what i'm claiming is that i'm claiming the wrong according to darwin thing right i'm claiming that the giraffe has a long neck because repeatedly tried to get the lamarckian yes, evolution thing. i am thinking of that i think that ideas develop in the Lamarckian way, rather, like I think, rather than in a Darwinian way. I have no idea about the literature on this, but hasn't there been some acceptance of like Lamarckian ideas? Yeah, yeah. Be, yeah. Like precisely not, for the reasons we're saying, like that experience could then like re-influence the I genetics. Am, I am thinking specifically of some literature. Okay, okay. I, but I. But again, it's still debate, right? Yeah. So when we're talking about ideas, I think. What someone might think, because I, I just, I, in the middle of this conversation, it dawned upon me that there was a very basic thing that someone might ask, which is, hey, when you guys are talking about innate ideas, are you talking about innate knowledge? Are mm. you born with certain knowledge? Because we said like the baby doesn't know to yeah. do these things. But forget about babies. Imagine like you grow up. Mm -hmm. Are there any things that were in you that you acquired innately mm -hmm. by virtue of being human like in other words do you know how to breathe do you know that um two plus two is four do you know not to touch the hot stove because mm -hmm. whatever reason and this is where plato comes in yeah it would say yes i would say no <laughs> and you know um Plato is much more authority than I do, so maybe you should go with Plato. Uh, but because he has this idea, Socrates like has this idea mm -hmm. that knowledge is self knowledge. It's remembering, remembering something that you already know, right? And in the Mino, he's like, and here's how we know this, right? And he like puts a, a geometric problem in front of the slave who doesn't know it, and like walks him through all the steps, and he gets him to say like, hey, if without me telling the person. The solution. This, the solution and they come upon it themselves doesn't that mean they must have already had it in them and mm -hmm. they're just like remembering it now sure i guess i i just i am so i think that the mino issue right it's like it was an operational kind of knowledge that was getting right and socrates by guiding him through the process is giving him the knowledge yeah 
Because he already has the knowledge of like the axioms. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Those are there, right? They have to be. Yeah. So which means that Socrates is just showing him showing him the way in which he can get the result. Yeah. Which is gaining knowledge. And you know, Socrates was clever, so it's like he, he already knows what a triangle is, exactly. what a line is, exactly. what half means. It's not like Socrates is showing him a triangle and he's and like, What is this? He's like, Whoa, is this is a this sandwich? Like exactly. you know, it's not Exactly, exactly. Um but I, I don't know what, where you stand with this. I don't think that there is any innate knowledge. I think that we have instinctual behaviors, but that's not knowledge. Wait, and that's an important distinction because I think sometimes people get confused between instinct and knowledge slash ideas. Mm -hmm. Because what they'll say is the baby has the instinct to cry, mm -hmm. to breathe, to eat. And so, therefore, the baby knows to do those things. Mm -hmm. But it's very important to understand that an instinct is not a knowledge because instinct is not a justified, true proposition. It's it's irreflexive, right? It's you're, like a computer. You're not you're not reflecting on things. You're not thinking of it, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I think maybe we haven't talked about this at all today. Uh, in order to have an idea, either innate or not innate, you need to reflect upon it right we said representation yeah. but we didn't say reflection exactly yeah so i think that is also necessary things if something pops in your head and you do not acknowledge that you don't even know it's there it's it's just right it's it just goes right in order right. for you to have an idea think of it oh what you were saying for, oh i got an idea right mm -hmm. what's happening it's happening that you are kind of framing it at that moment you are understanding that it's there you are defining it in your head right mm -hmm. you're calling that something and then that which means that it's a process there instead when you do something instinctual there's no thought in there right yeah it's just like the binary code is running it's like it's like you're i mean if you're gonna go all biological with this it's like it's like the ancient part of your brain making you do things yeah, it's just programming yeah, exactly and whereas whereas an idea would be like the binary code being aware mm -hmm. in some sense. But if this is the case, I think me and you have to admit that what we're talking about when we say innate things exist is proto-ideas. Because we're saying like there's code in there. We're not saying you're born knowing what the code is. You, mm. you see what I'm saying? I I think so. I, yeah. I'm wondering... So would you allocate those innate ideas in the ancient part of your brain? In some sense, that would that would have to be the case because the ancient parts lay the conditions for the the less ancient parts. Like the less ancient parts can only be in accordance with what was set up with the more ancient parts. I'm wondering though if if the if the ancient part of it. It's just the material. While the in order, I think that ideas need innate or not innate, they need to be allocated where there is the possibility of thought and reflection and all the stuff. So this is ultimately a question about whether this is the question: the material uh, <laughs> determines what thought is and how it can be, or the or the opposite way around, mm -hmm. which is like. Which we're not going to another about thing, today. right? But with the Plato thing at the, at the base level, it seems like what we're saying is we don't think you have innate knowledge. 
Correct. Right? And because Plato, I mean, his explanation for it was interesting too. Like he had this whole mythology, which I don't know if I've ever brought up here, where he's like, yeah, before you were born, Mm -hmm. we took your soul on a... On a trip. On a trip across <laughs> the <Literal>. universe. <laughs> yeah. And you you learned all the things that there were about the universe, and we even, like, assigned you a star. Yeah. And then uh, once that's done, we put the soul into your body. Wait, isn't that like Mormonism? Kind of. Kind of. Because you get, um, you can get your own planet yeah. in Mormonism, right? And there's, yeah, like, the, so. there's all these different spheres where you can become, like, a demigod. And but you know what? I don't know enough, but uh, yeah. Now, Dr. Kogan used to talk about Mormonism, and it was very interesting. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so you have this tour around the universe, and then so you're just remembering stuff that your soul your was shown mm-hmm. before you were born. Which is the this thing he takes from Pythagoras at the same time, mm-hmm. right? Because he is the one that believes in reincarnation, Pythagoras, and this the, the transmigration, transmigration of souls, mm-hmm. where you keep on adding knowledge and knowledge. So this is his... Yeah. Part. And Plato definitely believed in reincarnation, right? He's oh, yeah. like, if you're worse, you become more like the animals. Mm-hmm. And if you totally ignore anything about philosophy and the good things in life, you, you become reincarnated as a snake. is like the <laughs> lowest level, which yeah. is biblical connection, yeah. right? Interesting. Yeah. And if you get more, you, you become a bird and you're looking towards the sky and, yeah, and until, eventually... Until you, you are um, bodiless, we should say. That's it. And then you return to the sky. <laughs> So as usual, I think that we have not exactly found uh, a solution, a solution to the things that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But I think we have some some specific, um, we have some groundwork laid, right? Seems like it. Um, because again, we have made clear the distinction between things that are acquired. Mm-hmm. Uh, through senses, and I and we said that innate ideas cannot be that. We also said that innate ideas need to be well, ideas, all of them need to be reflections, they mm-hmm. need to be in the state of reflection. Um, we stumbled a little bit in the uh, trying to understand how natural and what natural means. This is true because it's because co- it's connected to like every other thing, right? So, yep. at every step, you bump into this thing and like, oh, I gotta deal with that. <sighs> Good thing we did that. Next step, oh, we bump into this, and yep. so it's like that. And I'm, I'm wondering what you – so ultimately, right, if you had to say um, – you know, if I if I ask you, like, so seriously, what do you think? Are there such things as innate ideas? And at the end of the day, what makes them different from okay. ideas that are not innate? So I think that if someone were to – like, if I were to write my views down and if mm-hmm. someone were to look at it and this was like the philosophy gods and they <laughs> would categorize me – I think I would fall in the camp of the innate idea people. I think that's how I would get categorized. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure I think that's correct because I do think an idea is by definition a representation of something that's been given to you empirically. So I think it's more accurate to say that I believe in innate proto-ideas or like the innate structures of ideas. Mm. So I... If, if So if we change the question a little bit, if we brought in the question to say, like, do you believe that the mind is blank? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that – how would I say? Do you believe that there are things that the mind has prior to experience? 
Or do you think that everything comes from experience? I'm going with the former. Mm, okay. And I'm, I'm guessing I think you would be yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would probably phrase it a little bit different. And I think there are slight differences in mm-hmm. the way we're thinking about this. But generally speaking, yes. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what the most accurate way. I, I'm thinking. So first of all, I would say that. And I think that's what you were partially saying. That uh, the locution innate ideas is probably incorrect mm-hmm. uh, for multiple reasons because ideas are bringing with them this idea of representation of something that comes from outside. So probably we should abandon the word idea. Yep. I like better the word concept when it comes to that hmm. because it's something that I am as a human conceiving regardless from what is outside. But in that case, if we use that word, the word innate next to it doesn't make any sense again. It will be just redundant. Mm-hmm. There could be one correction. Or the other thing is to say something like, there's no such thing as innate ideas, but there are specific, um, let's call them mental structures. Yep. Even better from my perspective, there is a specific mental grammar there's a set of rules that are, uh, you know, that structure the mind in a way that leads us to understand the world the way we do. Like there is a language of ideas. Exactly. So this grammar is the innate ideas. And that mm-hmm. is the only thing that can be. So in a sense, if you want, our mind is like, oh, what better? Is our mind a blank slate? Yes, in the sense, rather than a blank slate, is a empty building where the That's structure, yeah, yeah. where the structure is already there, and the space is already, uh, how can we say, partitioned in a specific way. It can only be that way; otherwise, I have to demolish and it's something mm-hmm. else. Uh, so it can be an empty space, an empty building, but the structure of the building needs to be there. Yeah, it's a good way of putting it. Um, another way I was thinking about it was. So you think of the empirical, right? The sensory things, whatever. Mm-hmm. Those, so I think we were just focusing on like, we both fall on the innate side, but like being critical of how we characterize it. I think a critique you can make of the empirical side of things is it doesn't, it can't be the case that the empirical stuff comes first. Because the empirical stuff is given mm-hmm. to a thing, right? To like, and that thing could be a mind, consciousness, soul, like whatever you want to call it, a window. And if it's being given to something, there must already be a something. And if there's already a something, that something has properties or some kind of structure. So the empirical could only ever happen through those structures. So even the ideas you do gain from the outside world, you're only gaining like insofar as they are allowed to come through the structure that you already had prior to experience. They are taken and passed through this mill that is the structure. They are passed through. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So there's an innate condition there's an innate set of conditions for the possibility of empirical experience so at the end of the day the answer to the question are there such thing as innate ideas is 
Mm, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think we would probably say no, but yeah, no, no. I think it's no. There's right. there's no such thing as innate ideas. They're rather innate structures. Yes, which for some reason is considered an innate idea. Yes. Well, that's, I think it's terminology there, right? Yeah. More than anything else. Well, this was fun. Yeah, <laughs> it was something. Cause now I'm still. Yeah, thinking. I, I feel like I feel like oh, we, we haven't done. No, everything we need to do. I think we might need to have an idea too, kind oh, of. Oh, ideas too. He, that was his <laughs> his it's out of context, context line for the day. All right, see you later. See you guys. Bye. Bye.